Welcome to Refuse to Lose Sports. My name is Joe Jordan. I'm your host today. So excited to be on right now. I got two of my brothers with me. The first one we got on is going to be on all night with us. We got Javon. What's up, Javon? What's up, bro? How you doing today? Doing good. Doing good. Ready to go head to head with you. You know, you, you always run my toughest battles. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. And then we also got my other brother, J-Mo. All right. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> but J-Mo is going to join us for the first segment. Uh, he just dropped off. Not sure what happened. But look, guys, before we get started, make sure y'all like this video. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, share this video with somebody that you guys know personally so they can come on and watch live with us. Uh, use our comment section. We can see all the comments you guys are using. All right. Uh, uh, well, you guys will be using. We'll be excited to see that. Communicate with us. We'll communicate back with you guys. We're going to keep this thing entertaining throughout the whole show. And last but not least, enjoy the rest of the show. So, J-Mo back on. All right, what's up, J-Mo? How you doing? What's going on? Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right, y'all. So, let's get things popping. Let's go to the first topic. All right. So, look. Donovan Mitchell was traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers about a week ago. All right. Uh, they gave out, I believe, three first-round picks. And they gave out um, marketing, another player, and college section, right? So we want to talk about who won this trade. Was it Utah or the Cavaliers? And Jamo, you're going to kick this off for us. So who won this trade? Um, I don't really think winner. They both got with the You know, uh, Utah already got rid of Rudy Gobert. I didn't. I ain't gonna. Lie. I didn't think they was gonna trade Mitchell so soon because they gave up so much for Rudy Gobert. The only way they could justify that is by giving up even more for Donovan Mitchell, because you know he's known around the league as a better player than Rudy Gobert. So I, I didn't think it was gonna happen. But you know, Danny Ainge is gonna do what Danny Ainge do. So uh, I think that Utah got the draft picks, got even a couple more pick swaps. And they got Colin Sexton and didn't have to max him out on some crazy deal because he just got off an injury. They got like four years, $72 million. That's what, a P.J. Tucker contract or something like that? So they they turning into the new OKC. They're going to have a bunch of draft picks. Colin is the new Shea Gilders Alexander. I just hope he stays healthy and doesn't keep getting hurt on and off. And uh, they still got what? Jordan Clarkson, Bogdanovich, Mike Conley. So they're not going to be really good. So I think Utah got what they wanted. <laughs> I know I named them players like I was about to say. They <laughs> they're not going to be good. Uh, but Cleveland, Cleveland just upgraded. They get they basically gave up future. They didn't give up nothing now because they had great success last year and Colin Sexton didn't even play. Uh, Lloyd Markin didn't play good, but, I mean, the production that they're going to get out of Karis LeVert now, who they barely had last year, and Donovan Mitchell, Lloyd Walker then can get up out of here. They still got Kevin Love, a veteran off the bench. They All right. I think he's coming back. All right. Thank you. All right, Jamal, you there? All right, Jamal. All right, Jamal, you can pick it up. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of what J-Mo was saying. It's like they both won. But I think 
the Jazz, they really won. Well, yeah, I think the Jazz really won, you know, um, because they got all them picks, man. You know, it was it was like they came up in this picks. They got two solid players, you know. Um, I think Colin Sexton is better than what a lot of people think he is, you know, especially being in Cleveland. He, he wasn't really – he had moments, but he wasn't really able to shine due to injury. And they also got Darius Garland, who also – he liked that as well. Um, I believe that the the real way for me to really feel like the Cavs, like that trade really makes sense for me, is if they do something with LeVert. Because I don't really think that Darius Garland, LeVert, and Mitchell can really flourish together on the floor. Now, defensively, I don't think they're going to really be a problem because they got two seven-footers out there with them, Evan Mobley and also Jared Allen, excellent run protectors. It's for me, I think that Offensive and Donovan Mitchell, he, he's a high volume shooter. You know, he, he has to have the ball in his hand. Darius Garland, he has to have the ball in his hand, even though he is more of a facilitator. Um, it's just going to be tough for me to really see them really, you know, flourish with all three of those guys. Because last year, they was like top four in the East at one point, and they was playing big. You know, they had um, Darius Garland, I believe, o- Okoru was starting, I believe. And they had Markinen, Evan Mobley, and Jerry Allen starting. And it was it was it was killing, you know? And it was because of their styles and things like that. So um it's gonna I think the Jazz really got a lot, you know, they got a lot of picks, like like Jim, like Jamon, you said, you know, potentially five picks just from that one trade, you know. And um so even with the Rudy Gobert trade, they, they got some picks and things. So they looking good, I think, for the future. Um right now for the Cavs, they have some upside, but like I said. I don't know how all three of those guys are going to work on the court together. All right, Jim, we want to pick up. We left off. Yeah, um, Donovan Mitchell. I think that uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, like as far as okay, I think you said Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell left a situation where you know Utah doesn't have any um, good perimeter defenders, but they have Rudy Gobert back there. So you know he comes over to Cleveland, and I'm not, I don't, Cleveland doesn't have many perimeter defenders, but they got two of them. They got Mobley and Jared out. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, like, Donovan Mitchell has never played with a, a, a player on the perimeter at the caliber of Darius Garland. So he is a high-volume shooter. I mean, I feel like that's because, you know, he's the only bucket getter on, on the team. Like in Utah, can't nobody else get the ball and like, all right, go get a buck. They got shooters. They got Joe Ingles, you know, Mike Conley and Bondanovich. So he's going like he he is a he's yeah. It's like what eight for twenty, nine for twenty one. That's just like his field goal attempts and his makes the last couple of years. So I don't think he's gonna be getting twenty twenty two shots a game. Like I said, they got Karis Levert, who they barely had last year, and I do I think I can see them flirting together because. Like Darius Garland, he's a, a point guard. Like he's a very good facilitator, although he scores 20 points. But I feel like, you know, with the production of Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland can come down to like 16, 17 points, really, and really be more into running the offense a little bit more. And I think that also Donovan Mitchell has to step his game up too. He can't just bring what he was doing over in Utah over here. He has to. You know, even though he has a point guard now, Darius Garland can't play all the minutes. So he has to facilitate as well. And he has to 
on the defensive end because, you know, that's the next step that a lot of these young guys have to make. You know, Devin Booker, uh, Luca, you know what I'm saying, Donovan Mitchell. They got to start playing defense because everybody want to be the next Kobe. Everybody want to be the next this, but nobody talks about the other end of the, of the court. Everybody always talks about the, you know, the fadeaways and the, the game style, but don't nobody talk about the defense that Kobe played. So I'm going to need to play some defense because without Rudy Gobert, they is terrible on defense. So, <laughs> yes, luckily, we got two of them. But I, as far as the ceiling, I think Cleveland, I think Cleveland look good. I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest with you. I think they look good. I think they look good. All right. Now, me, um, I think they both – I think Cleveland won short-term, obviously. But I, I'm, I'm with Javon. I think long-term is Utah. And so the good thing about Cleveland is this. The the Curry's averse situation, he could be a he could be a, a six-man a year this year. All right. And then how I look at that is that, and that if Cleveland's going to be good, like a top-four seed, Curry's avert could be a six-man a year. That player he would have been if they never traded him out of Brooklyn. Because like 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 off the gate when we saw the first few games they actually played uh, without James Harden he looked like he's gonna win six man of the year <laughs> he did you know he came in with that second unit so he can do the same thing with Cleveland and like like you said Jamo I was thinking about that too there's Garland a good thing about him he can score but he's more of a facilitator he's a point guard and he he's he he goes perfect with Donovan Mitchell because all he want to do is shoot you know so. But what's going to hurt Cleveland, they were one of the best defensive teams last year. And the reason why, because they started a big lineup. And trade and marketing, I think, was – I was surprised. Because I thought that – because he was a key piece of that defense. Not saying he's an elite defender, but his size caused problems when you start in three seven-footers, you know. So him not being in lineup and you take put in Donovan Mitchell, who going to help you on the offensive end, but on the defensive end, defensive end he's, a, he's a liability for real. He's never been known to play defense, and he's uh, he's an undersized uh, shooting guard. So I think that that's going to hurt them. I don't know how that's going to affect them defensively, getting rid of marketing and, and having him. Now, now the plus side to Utah, like Javon said, Colin Sexton, and that's your guy, J-Mo, Colin Sexton. Donovan Mitchell is not that much better than him to me. I don't think he is. Donovan Mitchell is good, but and if people want to talk about the playoff numbers, but we haven't seen Sexton in that situation like Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs when he could average 30 a game. But we do know in the regular season, they look about the same because Sexton, every year he's been in the league, he's he's improved every single year. The, on his last year before he got hurt, he averaged 24 a game carrying the Cavaliers. They weren't that good. It, it wasn't as talented as they were last year. They didn't have Evan Moby last year, stuff like that, right? So, and he was winning them games. I would never forget when they played the Prey Brooklyn. They had nothing for that man. So Colin Sex, that's one thing we talked about this too, Jamo. That if, if it's gonna come, like he, he's gonna win games himself next year. But one thing, and another thing about Utah, they got these drive picks. And one thing about Danny H, he's gonna flip that to a trade. That's how he is. And he's a good drafter. We all know what he did with Jason Tatum. He he had a number one pick, traded to get the third pick, just so they could so y'all can draft Mark uh uh what's his name? Uh um uh, uh, folks, folks, right? And he got Jason Tatum third, knowing he's gonna get on first anyway. So, so I, I'm looking at them, right? They got 12 first round draft picks, they got four second round draft picks. They also got THT. THT is a young player who could play with Sexton and actually be a piece of the future 
for them. And they got two first round picks that were drafted this year. The dude uh Kessler, right? And uh the other the on uh, the big man, the um what's the dude they, they got from uh I think he played uh 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 sorry y'all, sorry y'all. Kansas, he played for Kansas, can't think of his name. But anyway, so so they got two uh first round picks this year. So my thing is like I said, short term, Cleveland won. But the reason why Cleveland aren't big winners to me, because it's not gonna move the needle as much to me. They're not gonna be a NBA finals contender, in my opinion. I still think they won't beat the Celtics in the seven game series. I still don't think they will beat Giannis in the seven game series. One of the things we were talking about last year that they, they could probably challenge the Bucks because of their size, but get rid of marketing was a, was a, was a, was a, was a you know, it's, it's, it's going to hurt them against Giannis and them. So even though, even the Bulls, you, you get the Bulls healthy and they're going to make a move, I believe. All right. Yes, Carl. I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> All right. So, so, so yeah, Carl, know everybody. So yeah, so I think the Cavs, the Cavs win now, but long term it'll be Utah. Another thing um, that you brought up about, um, I think it was you just said about Cleveland. The um, they don't have, I don't, they don't have anybody to, like, they don't have anybody to guard Giannis. They don't have anybody to guard LeBron. They don't have anybody to guard KD. You know what I'm saying? Like Embiid is a big man, so that's just. People don't have nobody to guard him anyway. He's a big man. But who's going to guard yeah. big forwards that score on the perimeter? Who's going to guard Jason Tatum? Yeah, they got a perimeter defender. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, people don't go always to the basket. Some people shoot the fadeaway. So, who's going to guard the mid? Who's going to guard the perimeter scores? Like, that's the – that's the. and um, see, the like, you, like Utah's team, they had rim protection, no perimeter defenders, but they only had one offensive weapon. Cleveland has more offensive weapons than what you yeah. – you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And more rim protection where you talk, even though they got they had Rudy Gobert. So like I see I see um it's the Utah Jazz though, the, the picks. That's great. But how many times has that parlayed into success? You know, are the picks. So who the Celtics? Oh Jamal, you muted. That's Danny Ainge, though. Danny Ainge, he, he know how to work them picks. Mm -hmm. KD Ray Allen. You know. Kyrie Irving. Another thing I don't like about this trade, like, I really think Darius Garland is going to be a star in this league. Like, he has the offensive capability. And like I said, he's a great passer, too. Like, he's a 20 and 10 guy. Like, you know. But mm -hmm. he, can, I, he, can, he can drop 30 any night, you know. His offensive packages, like his handles, is crazy. He got a jumper. He got moves. So yeah. I really think, like, getting Mitchell. I mean, it's gonna they probably can ball together, but Mitchell, Levert, and him, somebody gonna get the short end of the stick. You know, and I wouldn't want to do that to Garland because I feel like Garland can be just as good, even better than Mitchell. Really, if you ask me. Yeah, Garland, nice. Garland, <laughs> like that. Yeah. Garland, He's a smart player too. Fiftieth player in the league. Yeah. yeah. He could finish too. It's a good yeah. finish. Yeah. He nice. He nice. Yeah. I like and, him. Also, and also, uh, the Utah Jazz still got Mike Conley, Bogan, Bayanovic, uh, uh, um, Jordan Carson, Malik Beasley. All those gonna get. They gonna get traded too. They all gonna get traded for more draft picks. Yeah, they trying to trade uh, Conley and Clarkson right now. They, they, yeah, they, they all getting traded. So Utah, give them about three years. They got legit, like, like, right now, like I said, they got 12 first-round picks up until 2029. 
and then they're gonna get more picks or these because like people like the Lakers, you know, all these contenders or people who trying to be contenders, they're gonna they're gonna try to get Mike Conley, you know, my own division, all these people. They're gonna get ready to drive pick. They don't really care right now. So mm-hmm. I look at Utah like three, four years from now. Only thing they they need to get at least one superstar. Cause nobody wants to play in Utah. <laughs> that's the only thing. The thing in Utah. I think they tanking to get a, a superstar that's established, or y'all think they trying to get Victor Wimbenyama? I think. Look, I think this year they they're tanking. Cause, dang, it's all service. This year they're tanking, but their first round pick next year is going to be a lottery pick. <laughs> you yeah. know, so they, they they got their own first round pick. So they're gonna get rid of all these people, and they're gonna get a great. Young star next year, alongside with THT, alongside with uh Colin Sexton. Plus, they could pull off a trade on top of that. I'm telling you, like you said, Javon Danny Ames. Danny Ames. Yeah, so all right, we're gonna just move to the next next topic. All right, so up next, guys, we're gonna talk about the Rams and the Bills. The Rams, who we got. Yo, my name is Lambo Anlo. This is Dimitri. This is Ed Hahn. My name is Daryl Julian, and this is Refuse to Lose Sports. Refuse to Lose Sports. Refuse to Lose Sports. Refuse to Lose Sports. all right so the Rams are playing the buffalo bills tomorrow night to kick off the nfl season the Rams, we all know, won a Super Bowl last year. And the Bills lost in the second round in dramatic fashion. But our favorites to be, to actually win a Super Bowl this year. So we're going to talk about this game and who we have winning. So I kick this off. Who's winning this game? And who will have a better season, too? The Bills or the Rams? All right, Javon. So, look, this game, <clears throat> I'm going with the Bills. I'm okay. going with the Bills this game. And let me tell you why. So, look, the Bills, now, the Rams, they kind of, you know, kept everybody except for uh, OBJ, but they traded him for Robinson. Not traded him, got him for Robinson. And they let go of that dude, I forgot his name, that got, that got hurt uh, early in the year. So, um, but, and they added Bobby Wagner. So, they, 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 their rosters, they roster approved, but so did the Bills. We all know about that. But that's why I think what happened with the Rams and the Bills game. Now, the Rams, Obviously, what we gotta worry about is their pressure. Like they got Leonard Floyd, they got uh, Aaron Donald. Like I said, they added Bobby Wagner. But the good thing about that is you got Josh Allen, who got legs, who can avoid the pressure and stuff like that. Right. You know who I think will have a big game tomorrow, Javon? Who? 
Jamison Crowder. I, I think Jamison Crowder gonna have a, a big game. You know, because that and that's where the Bills were missing last year was that slot receiver. They brought in Emmanuel Sanders. I think I keep hitting my mic. They brought in a Emmanuel Sanders last year, who was a shell of himself last year to replace Malik Beasley. And not Malik Beasley, uh <laughs> Beasley, the rapper, right? Um <laughs> <laughs> so they, they got him to replace him. Robert Woods, that's there you go, Carl. Now, we all know he's a shell of himself. He retired today, <laughs> all right? Oh, he retired today, <laughs> yeah. Right. So that, that just tells you a lot right there. So they bring in Jameson Crowder, who actually had a good season last year with the Jets. So now he's going to be a slot receiver, a third option behind Gabriel and uh, Stephon Diggs with Josh Allen. And also, uh, um, so the, the Rams, what's the guy named? Uh, the receiver, Jefferson, Van Jefferson. He's, he's out game one. He's not playing tomorrow either. Not so, I'm, all right, he's not worried. He's not playing game one. So that's a one less weapon. And so I think that Matt, Matt Stafford. Now, if the Bills were playing at home, like they did last year against the Steelers, <laughs> then I I, I would have picked the Rams. You know, but this year the Bills are playing away. The Rams are the defending Super Bowl champions, and people are most a lot of people are going to expect the Rams to win this game probably. So I think the Bills are going to come in and win. And far as better season, I think their season is going to be similar. I don't. I think both of them are going to be second in the division, right, with the same record. I think they both going to finish twelve and five. They both had the same record, and they both going to get bounced probably like in the second, like in the, in the second second round, I believe. I'm not sure. I haven't come up with that yet. But neither one of them are making it to the Super Bowl, in my opinion. And I think they both going to end up with the same record. So that's my opinion. Okay. I disagree. Okay. <laughs> I'm going with the Rams. I know you spoke on all the additions. You know, I like the Jamison Crowder addition. I like Vaughn Miller. You know, he came from the Rams. But, you know, I love the Bobby Wagner addition from the Rams. Yeah. That's a big game change. When the last time the Rams had a, a, a good, not good, a great middle linebacker. Not even good. Like, it's been a while. So that's a big game changer for your defense on all three levels. They, need they, got, too. they got an elite, elite, elite player on all three levels. They line, they got the best lineman in the league, one of the best middle linemen, arguably the best cornerback in the league. They're stout. Okay, Carl, don't even say nothing about the Steelers. All right. All right. Like, <laughs> but I think the biggest thing that's going that, that everybody's sleeping on is the Allen Robinson edition. Yeah. Uh, the Bills, they're down their top corner. So, you know, Whoever the second guy is, he can have his hands full with Cooper Cup. It's gonna be tough, but you know, as um Kevin always points out in the chat, you know Cooper Cup gets moved around a lot, and you know <laughs> he get matched up with linebackers most of the time. For real, the Kevin, so, you know, it's like I'm just kidding. <laughs> but Allen Robinson <laughs> is, is a top receiver, really. You know, this um not last year, his last two years before last year with the Bears, he's a thousand yard receiver. He had Mitchell Trubisky. For one year, and the other year he had Mr. Trubisky, and he also had Nick Foles. Now he's second receiver behind Cooper Cup, who, who draws a lot of attention. And mm -hmm. I feel like he's like a, a all all possession receiver. Like he can make every catch, and like he, he's underrated. I think he's gonna have a great year this year. And I think uh, a lot of people um, talk about Matt Stafford's injury. I don't think that's gonna be a problem at all. I feel mm -hmm. like. Um, Sean McVay's offense, I think they're going to get out here. They're going to get the job done. The defense going to handle their business. 
And I think we're gonna get out here with a win. Far as All right. season, though, I think the Bills have a better season just based off schedule. I mean, if you look at the Browns' schedule, man, like they literally have three teams that are you could say are sorry. Every other team <laughs> is, is, is yeah. literally a beat, like literally a top team in the league. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and run it down for you. Mm-hmm. First game, no Buffalo. Second game, sorry team Falcons. Then you got the Cardinals, the 49ers, you got Dallas, you got the Panthers, they sell par. I, 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 okay, four, yeah, three, sorry, team, so that's Carolina, sorry. Then you got 49ers, Bucks, Cardinals, Saints, Chiefs, then you play Seattle, that's the other sorry team. Then you got the, the Raiders, Green Bay, Denver, then you got Chargers. Then you get Seattle again. I mean, that's a tough schedule right there. I'm sorry. I don't think I, – I just don't think they're going to be able to get out of there 12 and 5, you know. I, I give them four games, Seattle twice, the Cardinals, and, you know, also the Falcons. I give them those games. But every other game is going to be tough. Even the Cowboys mm-hmm. game. Um, no, never mind. They can actually get to 12 and 5. I just – the Cowboys, they can get to the Cowboys. <laughs> But I think it's gonna be tough. I think it's gonna be tough, a tougher road for them rather than the Bills. The Bills, look at their schedule. I mean, their division isn't that tough already. And you know, so I think the Rams, that's my reason for the Rams having a better season. Yeah, the, I got the Rams. Sorry. Yeah, including some, like I got the Rams playing nine playoff teams like this year. That's a lot. It's a lot. Nine playoff teams. So like um I got like um their losses. I got the Bills, 49ers, Broncos, Chiefs, and Saints. Those are my losses for them. I think they're gonna win all the other games though. Are they gonna split with the 49ers? They're gonna beat the Bucks. And then they're gonna sweep the Cardinals. Okay. Beat the Chargers. I know you high on the Chargers. You probably got the Chargers winning that. Yeah. And I got them beating the Packers. One of the few games the Packers gonna lose. Okay. And I got them beating the Raiders, surprisingly. You know, so because the Rams, one thing about them in the regular season, they're night and day. Like, I remember last year they played the Seahawks and almost lost to Geno Smith. When uh, Russell Wilson got hurt, they literally hey. almost lost that game. Yeah. Geno Smith never threw that interception in the last drive. They would have lost. But then they turn around, beat the Packers easily. They beat uh, they beat the they beat the brace off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But then they get dogged by the Cardinals, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, so the Rams, they, they, they're up and down team in the regular season. But the reason why I'm picking, like, now I understand why you picking the Rams to win that first game. But the thing is, it's the first game, and Ella Robinson, it's a like, I, <laughs> even though it's not gonna make sense, all right. But Ella Robinson is, you know, this is gonna be his first game with with the Rams, and he's a number two, all right. With, without a, a true number three for real, Van Jefferson is gone. Even though I said James and Crowder is going to have a big game, but he's going to be the third option. He's going to have the third matchup on him. So that's why I think – and then Bobby Wagner, I think as the season go on, that defense is going to gel because that's what they're missing. It's a, it's a linebacker. And, I mean, they got basically top two, but maybe the best linebacker in the NFL, Bobby Wagner, and, and he's going to bring that leadership too. So they basically got – 
the best in every position for real. He got, I mean, I think Fred Warner, I put him above Bobby Wagner right now, but a lot of people got Bobby Wagner number one, best linebacker, best uh, lineman, Aaron Donald, and best cornerback, you know? Right. So, so, but I on the first game of the season, I don't think it's going gonna, it's gonna to work. That's why I think they're going to lose. I think the Bills want to get an early lead, and there's going to be some hiccups early, and then the Rams going to be fighting back throughout the whole game, but they're going to lose at the end. That's what I think it's going to be. So. Aaron, Donald, Aaron Donald came back. You saw, you see what Blake just put. He's in the drum with the rock. Yeah, I saw that. He ain't come back for no reason. He ain't come back for no reason, man. He, he gonna start the season off strong. You know, last year the Bills, we beat the Bills first game last year. You know, yeah. So, hey, the, the last two years before that they had the Jets the first game. So I mean, they lose that game, they trash. You know, so <laughs> we gonna see. I, I I think the Rams gonna pull it through though. Sean McVay ready. You know, about coming off the Super Bowl, they ready. All right, we gonna see. We gonna see tomorrow. It's a big. I can't wait, man. Tomorrow's a it's a big day. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start the season tomorrow. So all all, all these predictions we've been doing these last few weeks, last month, yeah. it's like it's all in coming fruition starting tomorrow. All right, so we got new place, new faces and new places. Russell Wilson, we gotta talk about the Broncos next. What's up, y'all? This is Dennis Garland Jr. It's your boy Michael Redwood, aka Big Mike. This is DeVore. My name is Teddy McCardo, and you're watching Refuse to Lose Sports. Refuse to Lose Sports. Refuse to Lose Sports. Refuse to Lose Sports. Let's go! If you ain't thinking the same, then we playing by different rules. You can't see the vision, we live in different views. Until we complete the mission, keep getting up, never snooze. I walked a mile in my shoes, had the mind of a fool, chasing diamonds and jewels. Trust me, I was confused. Started minding my business and used my mind as a tool. Ended up finding my purpose and found the time to get to it. They told me I couldn't do it. They told me I couldn't make it. They sold it, could never break it. That's sadly mistaken. I need a piece of the pie. I want it so bad I can taste it. They told me, like, told me, keep on. Running toes, they gon' take them. Refuse to lose, no doing. Apply myself, I felt it in. No time for the doubt, they counted me out, I'm getting it in. Yeah, no time for no loss, I pay for the cost, I'm winning to win. Yeah, refuse to lose, I'm built to win. Apply myself, I felt it in. No time for the doubt, they counted me out, I'm getting it in. Yeah, no time for no loss, I'm paying the cost, I'm winning to win. Yeah, refuse. All right, so Russell Wilson was traded earlier in the offseason to the Denver Broncos from Seattle for a boatload of draft picks, and he also signed an extension uh, last week. And he faces the Seahawks in the first game of the season. So I don't, we're not going to talk about who's going to win that game. <laughs> we're going to talk about the Broncos and their stealing for this season. So, Javon, you going to kick this one off. How good can the Broncos be this season? Are you on mute? The Broncos, I think they can, you know, they're selling a Super Bowl really. You know. They have they have um everything they need. Their defense is, is solid. It's not elite elite, but you know, it can play elite. It can get hot at the right time and and be that defense that, you know, carries team to a Super Bowl. But the the number one thing I feel like they're gonna be good at the offense. I mean only thing they was missing was the quarterback, really. I mean, I'm sorry they had to get rid of no offense. You know, he was uh, 
he's supposed to have been a, a, a good tight end. You know, he would have been a good piece for them. But um, with the two receivers, they got um, Courtland Sutton and also um, Jerry Judy. I feel like Russell Wilson can um, can elevate their game a little bit more, and they can do some things. Um, they had two 900-yard runners last year in Melvin mm-hmm. Gordon and Javante. So that's another monster you have to deal with as well. So any moment of the game, any anything needed, they can they can really do. If they got to run it, they can run it. If they got to make a pass, they got Russ. Um, you know, I know a lot of people been down on Russ because, you know, recently <laughs> he hasn't been, you know, he has been winning, you know. And uh, in the past, he was up there with the, the best, with the A-Rods, with, with all those guys. Like, he was ranked high. And he's been dropping due to lack of success. But, you know, he still is a very elite quarterback, I feel like. He has 24 comeback, fourth quarter wins on his resume. And that's elite. I mean, he's seven away from John Elway, which is a Bronco legend. <laughs> you know? So I think he brings that element to, to, to that team. He brings experience. He brings professionalism. Like, he, he's, he's a professional. Um, the situation in, in Seattle, you know, they won't let my mind cook. You know, you know, Joe, you know, you know, you know the sign. Let Russ cook. Let Russ cook. <laughs> and I feel like he's going to be able to do a little more cooking here in Denver because I feel like they trust him to lead them to victory rather than their system lead them to victory, if you understand what I'm saying. Mm. So I think in Seattle, that was more of the way with Pete Carroll. You know, it was a certain way they was winning. You know, they had a great defense, great running game, and Russ made plays. But, you know, as the years went on, the defense got worse, the run game got worse. And, you know, we had seen flashes of Russ being being a top quarterback. You know, he's made endless plays. He's had endless stats and things of that nature. But, you know, he hasn't really been able to get the job done due to, I feel like, that conflict there with Pete Carroll. So I think now with the new atmosphere, you know, he, he's he's being embraced. They, they love him there. I hear that Peck Madden's been shown around town and things like that. So he's getting very acclimated there in Denver. So I think I he's really about to take this opportunity to get put back on the map. Um, it's one thing I, I read, a, uh, I was reading up on something, and they was talking about when he was watching Patrick Mahomes and Brady in the Super Bowl, and he hated it. He said he hated it. He was, you know, he hate watching other people compete. So I feel like he has that fire in him to want to be back on top. And Denver, Denver fans, Hey, be ready. What did he say? Let's ride. <laughs> yeah. Let's ride. The only tough thing is he's with, you know, then AOC West, and it's, and it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's real tough. So um, that's the only downfall to the situation. But I feel like he, he wants that competition. You know, he's there with four top quarterbacks. So he want to show that he's he the best. So let's, let's ride. That's right. All right. <laughs> All right, Javon. So I got the Seahawks this year finishing. All right, look. First, let me. All right, look. I got the Raiders finishing 13 and 4, I believe. 13 and 4. All right. Number one seed in the uh, AOC West. I got the Chiefs 12 and 5. And I got the Broncos and Chargers 10 and 7. Right, but I got the Broncos making the playoffs as a wild card. All right, I got them having a better um, division record than the Chargers. So, 
I do have the Broncos squeezing the playoffs at the seventh seed. And I have the Broncos making it to the Super Bowl, believe it or not. <laughs> All right. Okay. And I do. The reason why, because this is a perfect situation for Russell Wilson. All right. Not knocking him. And just to this is talk about what I said. Right now, if I had to rank quarterbacks, I'm ranking Lamar over above Russell Wilson. Because what have you done for me lately, Russ? He hasn't really done nothing for me lately. You know, so but I do when this and this season is over, he will reclaim who he was, one of the top quarterbacks, because of the winning status. Now I don't think he's gonna have a like like huge awesome number. Like even I don't think he's gonna be an MVP candidate because I think there'll be a run first team this year with the with a stout defense. Last year they were a top two defense, I think, or top three defense last year. All right. And they added Randy Gregory, which I thought was a big pickup for them on the defensive side. So I do think the defense is going to be top two this year. Top two, if not the best. But I do think, like you said, with the running back duo they have with Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, that's going to be a huge factor. Not saying Russ going to be this game manager, but like I said, they will be a run first team. Kind of similar to the Legion Boom years. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm getting those feelings that Russ led those teams far in the playoffs, if not in the Super Bowl, when he had a stout defense backing them up. And he had, and then also he had a good home home field advantage. We all know about the 12th man. And then with the, the with Denver, with the Mile High City, right, with the altitude, all that stuff, it's hard to play there just off that. And Marshawn Lynch he had, but this time he got a duo of running backs, a veteran, Melvin Gordon, and a young guy on the up, up, on the uprise who might take over the number one duties this year. Because right. I think Melvin Gordon had a better season than him last year. He averaged, I think he averaged more yards for Curry and all that stuff. And he actually had more yards than Javante Williams. Yeah. But I think Williams is going to take he, – he's going to improve this year. I agree. This might be a breakout year for him, for real. I agree. All right? So I definitely know he will – He even though he's sharing carries, he will get over 1,000 yards this year. Because you got a quarterback now who's dangerous, who can – Take the roof off. I think Russell Wilson had one of the best deep balls in the NFL. All right. That's, I mean, look at him and Tyler Lockett. I mean, that connection right there was just amazing. You know, an undersized wide receiver catching all these deep balls, right? By, by this quarterback. So, so this once one time, this is this is probably the only time we're going to agree today. All right. But <laughs> I agree with you <laughs> with the Broncos. I think they, 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 I think they will make the Super Bowl. They are, they are my pick to make it out the AFC. This will be the third time, third year in a row where there's a new quarterback, a new destination, making it to the Super Bowl. I think Russ going to do that. So that's my take on that. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> you, make some great, you make some good points. <laughs> All right, no pushback. Let's get it. All right, and that's the case then. We got to talk about this. Baker Mayfield is going back to Cleveland. Well, they come into Carolina. We're going to talk about that. Hey, you already know who it is, man. It's Lamar, a.k.a. L to the second letter to the crooked letter. My name is Joseph. My name is Jamal. And you're watching Refuse to Lose Sports. Refuse to Lose Sports. Refuse to Lose Sports. Mine, it can't be diffused. 
you ain't thinking the same that we playing by different rules you can't see the vision we living at different views until we complete the mission keep getting up never snooze i walked a mile in my shoes had the mind of a fool chasing diamonds and jewels trust me i was confused started minding my business and use my mind as a tool end up finding my purpose and found the time to get to it they told me i couldn't do it they told me i couldn't make it they sold it just never break it that's sadly mistaken i need piece of the pie i wanted so bad i can taste it they told me like told me keep on running toes they gonna take a few salutes built the wind applied myself i felt it in no time for the doubt they counted me out i'm getting it in yeah no time for no loss i pay for the cost i'm winning the win yeah refuse to lose i'm built to win applied myself i felt it in no time for that doubt, they counting me out, I'm getting it in, yeah No time for no loss, I'm paying the cost, I'm ready to win, yeah Refuse Alright, so Baker Mayfield was traded to the Creed, sorry, to the Panthers uh, late in the offseason After a war, war wars between both of the teams They actually disrespected him, for real Actually, we ain't got another quarterback <laughs> That was actually going to court over 20 counts of Sexual assault, right? So, but they made it happen, and now he gets his chance to get revenge in week one. We're gonna talk about this game, and we got Tay. We good, we good. So, you're gonna kick us off. Who gonna yes. win week one game, Cleveland or the Panthers? Um, it's crazy because I actually think the Panthers will beat us week one. And I I, I think they're going to beat us because I don't think we take it as serious as we should. Like, you know, it is Baker Mayfield, our old quarterback. And I think, you know, Baker always thrived in playing the underdog role. He liked being in the middle of adversity and feeling like the world is against him. So he's going to come into this game really trying to, you know, do some serious things to us where I think we don't really care that much about Baker Mayfield. So I do think the Panthers will beat us. I think it's a thing where um I don't think we game planning for Baker Mayfield at all, but I do believe Baker Mayfield is over in Carolina telling them everything that we're going to throw at them and everything that we possibly going to even try that's new. So I got Panthers winning by maybe 10 points. Cause I think they're gonna we gonna underestimate them and they're gonna come out and they're gonna catch us off guard. If they don't win, it's just maybe Miles Garrett had a hell of a game. That's all I can say. Okay. All right, Jamal, you go ahead and pick it up. I think opposite. Okay. I think the fact that you know all that stuff that y'all did to them, saying y'all need a, a dark quarterback, you know picking up Deshaun and all the other quarterbacks. Then, you know, just all, all, all like the LB, the OBJ tape from the father, you know, just all the <laughs> slam that he gets. He, he, he has everything on ESPN about how he held him back. Skip always try to try to take up for him, talk about that, that one time when he had some type of success at quarterback. He And I think that is going to make him be over-emotional. Impressed. And he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna go out there and try to do too much, and so Pitt probably gets strip fumbled. Turn I think he's gonna at least have two turnovers that game. Man, Man, I do, I do, I really do. I think you know, I just think his emotions gonna get the best of him. You know, I understand how you're saying you know the underdog thing because 
that's where he's been all his life, pretty much. You know, he's going to the like when, when he went to the Browns, they was the sorriest team in the league. They went to the Panthers, they were the sorriest. Team. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the same thing. But I just think that one game, you know, like you said, Miles Garrett, all them dudes. I think they wanted they wanted to hit him and stuff. So I think you know the coach might not be game planning, but I think these players want a piece of him. So I think that he's going to get over emotional and he'll better control himself, and it's going to get bad for him. All right. I'm with Tay. I'm with Tay. And the reason why is because, like, like everything he said for real, like, Baker Mayfield thrive in these moments. That's, that's, that's him. Like, he, he take these situations and he adds fuel to a fire. So, like he said, like, I don't think that they're taking it. He said he took the words of my mouth around. I don't think Cleveland is taking this game as seriously. Cleveland's a better team. All right, they're going to finish with a better right. But Cleveland is not – I mean, Jacoby Brissett, he was like – they asked him about the situation. He said, I don't care. I wasn't here. I didn't play with him, so I don't care. Is that exactly right. You know, so, like, now in that D-line, y'all do got a nice D-line, one of the best in the league. And they're going to try to get out Baker Mayfield. But he got weapons. Don't forget, McCaffrey is back. He's fully healthy now. You got uh, Robbie Anderson, who's a good receiver on the outside. And you got DJ Moore. So he got he got some weapons. I don't know about that offensive line. That's a big issue. They don't got really got he the got protection. But like this too. He said what? He got Higgins. Yeah, there you go. All right, you got Higgins too. Yeah. And uh I know y'all got Amari Cooper, but y'all y'all know who I think will make a play. Um a, a big play that game. JC Horn. I think JC Horn is gonna make a play because of uh, of the inaccuracy. It's gonna be an inaccuracy, inaccurate play. Of Jacoby Brissett and JC Horn's gonna make a play. Now you said they're gonna win by 10. I think it's gonna come down to like the part of the last possession. It might not be a last field goal. It might not, it might be the Browns got the ball on their own five-yard line and they gotta drive it, <laughs> you know, 95 yards, get a touchdown, something like that. And y'all might get stopped on your own 20-yard line, something like that. But it's gonna come down to the last play. And I can see Baker Mayfield coming on the field with his helmet off, screaming and crap. I got like like that's what that's what I'm going with. I'm going with the emotional that like uh, his emotions gonna take over on a positive way, and he's over prepping for this game. He actually is buying t-shirts for this game. He said he's buying t-shirts, giving them out to people to wear at the game for for this moment. So this dude's taking it seriously. This is his Super Bowl for real. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so that, that's that's my take on that. All right. I don't think he's you said what? <laughs> yeah, that's like, you know, and I'm not trying to say he a bum, but I don't think that he going to be, like, the Browns, like you said, they're a good team. Like, Jacoby yeah. Brissett, he not, a, he not trash, you know what I'm saying? He can't, he ain't going to, he ain't the type of dude that's going to do too much and lose you a game. Yeah. Um, you know, I, and the thing about Baker, I think, like, I, I would t- I tell people it's like with the Mr. Biscuit thing, they both in new situations to rewrite their story. They had some bad moments. I mean, Baker had uh, better moments. Well, he went to the playoffs once, and which called it. Um, Trubisky went twice, but he got to win. <laughs> he got to win the playoffs. But they both had bad tape, bad moments. Now they're in new situations with better, we- with different weapons. They both got weapons, and they got to do something. I just think this first game, like I said, he's taking it too serious. Relax. <laughs> I don't know mm. the team that that, that that traded you, but y'all win that game. 
you got you got you got 16 more players, you know. So um, I I think it's gonna be, I think it's I think it's gonna like I said, the most is gonna just carry him over, man. He's gonna do too much, and it's gonna get bad. He's gonna have a Patrick Beverly moment. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> could could be, but if he win this game, we'll never hear that down. I believe <laughs> that we we believe that we are a more legit team than the Panthers, but I don't think it's gonna come down to Browns versus Panthers this Sunday. It's gonna be Browns defense versus Baker Mayfield's arm. Yeah, and it's week one. This is a it's a it's a tribe game. Yeah, week one. So like, good or not, like, who like week one normally wins off of preparation and emotion, and <laughs> Panthers gonna have the upper end of both of those. Like, like, like you said, Baker Mayfield over there telling him everything. I mean, he got the same coaching staff, same everything for real over yeah. there. He gonna be over there snitching like on the what, talking about all this, all this stuff. What they like, they right. tend to all this stuff. And the piggyback off of um. What Joe said about Jacoby Brissett saying he don't care. Miles Garrett said a week before Jacoby that he don't even have a sense of urgency. He don't, it's no big thing for him to want to sack Baker or get to Baker. Yeah. Really, there's no sense of urgency. So I think they're just going into it. They don't care about Baker. I don't think they, I think the way they talking, they don't even think Baker is good. Yeah, that's how they talk. I don't think Baker is good, but I think they, they think Baker is not good enough at all. Yeah. They would know. <laughs> they they <laughs> trying to put on fucking years now. So yeah. Just like he telling them stuff, they ain't gotta say nothing. They already know what he be doing. His little tendencies. The the only trash talking all that. The only big thing I had from this week one performance that probably I'm excited about is that Miles Garrett has a legit chance week one to set a sack record. You know what I'm saying? Because he's going up against a rookie left tackle, and that's dangerous. Yeah. You don't do that, Miles Garrett. <laughs> So, five sacks. Five sacks. <laughs> he definitely right. gonna have to. He have to step up this year, though, Miles Garrett. Yeah, yeah, he do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gonna pull out of y'all here. Man, TJ, I'm like, he like that. He just gotta put up numbers, numbers, numbers. Yeah. Yeah, Miles Garrett was on track, and then he, like, I think toward the end of the season, his sack average. He do good at the beginning, then that that stretch at the end, he started to fade away. Yeah. So he created that graveyard. Yeah. So he created that graveyard. His sack slow down. <laughs> oh yeah. Appreciate you, Taylor, for coming on. We gotta get you on for a full episode this, this year. Yes, so yeah. So, so let's stay on the lookout for that. All right. Got y'all. Thank y'all for having me. Let's yes, get sir. it. All right. One ALC North team to another. We gotta talk about Javon Squad. The Pittsburgh Steelers in a Bengals matchup. Y'all stay tuned for this one. This is Kevo. Name is Tyrone. This is Coach Coons. You're watching the Fuse to Lose podcast. Fuse to Lose Sports. Fuse to Lose Sports. No trouble, no loss. I'm paying the cost. I'm ready to win. Bond, it can't be diffused. If you ain't thinking the same, then we playing by different rules. You can't see the vision, we live in different views. Until we complete the mission, keep getting up, never snooze. I walked a mile in my shoes, had the mind of a fool, chasing diamonds and jewels.
Trust me, I was confused. Started minding my business and used my mind as a tool. Ended up finding my purpose and found the time to get to it. They told me I couldn't do it. They told me I couldn't make it. They sold it, could never break it. That's sad, sadly mistaken. I need a piece of the pie I wanted so bad I can taste it. They told me, like, told me, keep on running. Toes, they gonna take a few to lose. Built the win. Applied myself. I felt it in. No time for that doubt. They counted me out. I'm getting it in. Yeah. No time no loss, I pay for the cost, I'm winning to win, yeah. Refuse to lose, I'm built to win. Apply myself, I filled it in. No time for that doubt, they counted me out, I'm getting it in, yeah. No time for no loss, I'm paying the cost, I'm ready to win, yeah. Refuse. All right, another key matchup for week one. We got the Bengals versus the Steelers. Right, AFC North rivals. The Bengals won the division last year while the Pittsburgh Steelers actually made it to the playoffs. A lot of change on both teams. The Bengals changed up their whole offensive line while the, while the, while the Steelers changed their leader and quarterback with Mitchell Trubisky. So we got a Steelers fan on, so we had to talk about this, and it's a good matchup too. So Javon, not only who's going to win this game, but who will have a better season, the Steelers or the Bengals? Okay. I know a lot of people are gonna think I'm biased because my squad. <laughs> but you know, we get we we're we're um the last couple of years, a lot of people been doubting us and we've been proving a lot of people wrong. And I think this is gonna be another year sure. of <clears throat> um, we have a great coach, you know, we pick, we added to our um, defensive coaching staff with Brian Flores. And I think that is a big boost. He's our linebacker coach and our senior defensive assistant, I believe. But I think we're going to edge the dub out, man. I think we are we going to make it a grimy game to the point where they're not going to be able to last with us, man. You know, last year we fought grimy, but our offense was so stagnant due to Big Ben's inability to move, his inability to get the ball downfield, you know. Um, they blew us out both games last year. You know, last year we couldn't really score the ball that much. Um, we had, what, four games, I believe, we scored over 20 points out of the whole season. Like, that's bad, and that's due to Ben's lack of mobility. Um, our, like, really, our offensive line was bad, don't get me wrong, but he made it look worse because he couldn't move. And with a guy like Mitchell Trubisky, he's he's a lot way more athletic than Big Ben. Even when Big Ben was in his prime, he's still more athletic as far as speed wise. So he can be able to get out the pocket and make more plays than Ben. He has a lot of weapons with him. Um, I do like the fact that the, the Bengals did boast of their offensive lineup to help Joe Burrow, but I think our, our defense is going to be very very formidable this year. Like I think we're going to probably have the best defense in the division, us and the Ravens. Like it's going to be between us two. <clears throat> um, we did lose a lot of IQ and leadership with the loss of Big Ben, don't get me wrong. But I think we can um, make up for that with our coaching staff. Um, Trubisky, he just left the bill, so I'm pretty sure he, he gained a lot of knowledge there, watching behind Josh Allen and um, with that coaching staff and things like that. With the Bears, you know, that was a terrible coaching staff. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Still made it to the playoffs twice, you know. He had some good games, bad games. He's on a new system. New coaching staff, good defense, good weapons. We're very unpredictable, I believe. 
Um, I think I, I think we can we can have a, a, a good win this this Sunday and also have a better season than the Bengals. I predict enough to actually win our division due to our, our defense. Uh, I think our defense is going to win us a lot of games, and our offense isn't going to be like um, super high potent, but it's not going to be bad neither. It's going to be unpredictable. You really don't know what you're going to get from us yet uh, with a new with a new quarterback in Trubisky and all these weapons that he got. So I got us winning our division. I mean, the Bengals, they may come second or third. I don't really care. <laughs> but I think we're going to win our division. Um, it's gonna be between uh, no, I, I think I had the Ravens uh, edging them out. I think I, their defense isn't gonna get it done for them this year. Um, we picked up their defensive tackle, which is gonna help our line up a lot. We couldn't stop the run that much, but addition of Miles Jack and that defensive tackle from the Bengals, and we also are healthy. I think I think we're gonna be very formidable, formidable on defense. So I got us winning the game, winning the division, and having a better season. Hmm. All right, so week one, I got y'all taking the L, Javon, and, okay. and I'm, I, I got y'all losing week one, and um, and the big reason for that is uh, I, I don't think Trubisky gonna have a good start. I I don't think he's gonna get benched though. I think like the first game and a half or two games, people are gonna be like, oh, they should have started picking, you know, they should have started all that stuff. So I think that. Um, That's my prediction. Can you hear me, Javon? Can you hear me? You're breaking up a sec. I can hear you now. Are oh, you hearing me? All right. I don't know what's going on. All right. So for the season, I got y'all winning 10 games, going 10 and 7. And I got the Bengals going 9 and 8. So I think y'all will have a better <laughs> season than the Bengals. All right. <laughs> so we agree again. All right. So, like, so now. People might call me crazy because I'm not picking the Bengals, right? Do we not forget that the only reason why the Bengals were in the dance last year because the Ravens were hurt and the Steelers had Ben Roethlisberger? Let's be real, all right? We brag, we 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 rave about how great that offense was last year, but they were ten and seven. They weren't like twelve, five. They weren't like thirteen and four. You know, they they weren't even eleven and six. They were ten and seven, all right? And so. I think the Bengals are overrated, all right? I look at their playoff run. They played the Raiders, who didn't belong there after all the drama they had, and it still almost took an L that game. They actually had a TD that game that should have been called back, but they that was given to them. Mm-hmm. They, they turn around, play the Titans, get sacked a million times, loses, only wins that game only because Ryan Tannehill was the quarterback. Exactly. All right? And the Chiefs, that was a great defensive effort in the second half of that game, all right? Even though, personally, I think Patrick Mahomes got in his own way that game. But they had a perfect game plan against that team, and they, they earned that game. I would give them that one. Even though so, the Chiefs have been there. You said what? The Chiefs shouldn't even been there. The Bills should have got down. You should have been Yeah, man, my, my, my sir is acting up right there. All right, can you hear me? Yeah. You can hear me? All right. I don't know what's going on, man. Like the world. So, so, but the Bills, though, that game, Josh Allen went on the tantrum when Tyron Matthews got hurt. So, I'm not about to put too much stock into that. Now, so 
the Bengals though, I'm not too high on the Bengals. I think they have a I think they have a Super Bowl hangover, like Super Bowl running up hangover, which normally happens. The only team that haven't really done that in the last last recent years, Patriots and the Chiefs. All right. And you know, so I do think Joe Burrow and them are going to miss the playoffs this year. That's my prediction. They're only going to win nine games. They're going to go nine to eight. Only because the Ravens are back this year. I got the Ravens win win the division this year. So they play the Ravens with Lamar the first time, but the second time they didn't have Lamar Jackson. And then y'all had Big Ben. Y'all couldn't keep up with the Bengals. All right. So that's how I look at it. All right. Y'all couldn't keep up with them. Whenever when y'all play the Bengals, they scored a bunch of like Ben Roethlisberger, every game y'all won, it was a low scoring game for real. Cause y'all could not put no points in the board. So I look at y'all now, y'all just needed a quarterback, right? That can throw the ball to these receivers y'all got. Y'all still got Deontay Johnson, who I like. People forget he only had like three drops the whole year last year. Right? Yeah. I still got Claypool, who claimed he's a top five, top three receiver. He's a talent. People just focus on the, the off-the-field stuff. Like, uh, like let's play music during warm-ups or like uh, right. uh, cel- the celebration. At the end of the day, he's still talented. Right? So let's not forget that. And y'all still got one of the best running backs in the league. I think he's going to be top five this year. I know we had asked for a top five list. I forgot about him. I think he will finish top five. Najee Harris. Najee Harris can do it all. He can block. He can run from the backfield. He can he can uh, 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 cast from the backfield. The man can do it all. So I think that I think that y'all are going to tie with the Broncos and the Chargers at ten to seven. But y'all, but the Broncos going to win a tiebreaker to get that last wild card. And the reason why another reason why I put respect on y'all name, I'm one of those people you're talking about. I'll never forget last year, and I say I ain't making the playoffs, and you told me I'm gonna eat my words. You know so. I'm respecting y'all and saying y'all gonna tie with the with the with the team that's going to the Super Bowl <laughs> for that last wild card spot. All right. So if y'all happen to make the playoffs because of a tiebreaker, I had y'all 10 to 7. All right. So that's my take on y'all and the Bengals. Yeah, the thing about us, like like you said, we we, we got everything we need. We just need a, a quarterback. My line ain't great at all. Don't get me wrong, but quarterbacks make lines, you know. Like, you can get the ball out quick to avoid your line game. You know, you can get out the pocket to avoid the line looking bad, things like that. And with a guy like Mitch, mm-hmm. even if we end up bringing Kenny Pickett in, he can do the same thing. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about the future, man. And I think – I don't think the Ravens going to win the division. Just – like, I think everybody is believing in Lamar to, to win them all them games. Like, and I, I think he has the capability to do it. Don't get me wrong. I just think we're going to win more. The Ravens are healthy now. They're healthy. Lamar is motivated. Every time Lamar gets doubted, he proves them wrong. The first year he started, well, he started the second half of the season, he looked terrible against the Chargers, and he was questioning could he be a starting quarterback. He came right. back the next year with MVP. In that same year, he got bounced in the first round. Oh, can he win it? Well, the second round, they had a bye. Oh, can he win a playoff game? Came back the next year, won a playoff game. Right. Then they say, oh, can he pass the ball in the pocket, right? I will never forget. They, they said he can't throw the ball. The very next game, they played the Colts. He had almost a – he almost he, he almost threw a 90% in the second half against the Colts that game. So Lamar is, that, is the type of guy – he's the type of guy that's like, okay, when somebody says something about Lamar, he comes back the next year and prove it. And he's trying to get this guaranteed deal, all right, fully guaranteed deal. So, so I – I got the Ravens making it to the AFC Championship this year. I got them winning two playoff games. 
So that I don't have them winning, going to going to Super Bowl, I have them making it to the AFC Championship. So I, I, I like if Lamar is healthy, I think I'm always pick the unless I get like a better quarterback. I'm always pick the Ravens to win that division. I feel you. Only thing is for me, we always play Lamar well. And it, it ain't, I know it ain't about the head up matchup, but you know, if it does come to that, us playing him in the playoffs, I feel confident. I ain't gonna lie. Just the fact that we play him well. Like, he never dogged us. He never had a great game against us. So, but believe in that, Javon. I got y'all sweeping him this year. I, I, I'll believe it. I believe it. Yeah. He, that's one. That's it, I'm head to head, I feel like we're better than him. But I think I swept him last year, right? I think so. I think I swept him last year. I don't think he ever beat y'all. Have he ever beat y'all yet? No, I don't think he did beat us. I don't think since Lamar been in the league, I don't think he's beaten. I don't think he did. Because this is why he doesn't refuse a little Carl, bit. No. <laughs> Carl, no. Carl, no. That's Carl. Yeah, hey, 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 yeah, hey, Carl, hey, hey, fat checkers. Have, have Lamar beaten the Steelers yet since he's been in the league? <laughs> I don't think he's beaten y'all since he's been in the NFL. You know, so that's why. I think y'all gonna sweep them, but I still got the Ravens going twelve and five, even though y'all gonna sweep them. No, but I understand why. Y'all, y'all swept them last year. Yeah, I knew they swept them. Yeah, they had Huntley one game. Yeah, but yeah, I understand why you picked them though, because you know Lamar is that guy. So I understand. Yeah, he's not. All right, so look, we ain't got no. Uh, oh, he beat the Steelers as MVP here. Okay, all right, cool. One year, one game probably. All right, cool. So this last one is my graphic to this one. We're gonna just go right to the question. All right. So now there are a lot of there are a lot of matchups for week one. A lot of matchups when they talks about storylines. You got the Panthers, you got the Seahawks and the Broncos, the Panthers and the Browns, right? You got uh it's a lot, it's it's another I don't have the schedule in front of me, but it's a lot of matchups in week one where there are former players. Oh, the, you got the the uh Commanders against the Jaguars after that drama last year with Carson Wentz, you know. So it's a lot of week one matchups that had that got some drama to it. All right. So Javon, we're going to talk about who we got. And I'm gonna go first on this one. Yeah. So my week one upset, I would say the Panthers, but we already talked about that. I think the Vikings gonna beat the Packers the first game of the season. I don't know if that's an upset. That's the only thing I can see. That's a politician upset. Is the Vikings beating the Packers? I and then I think the second one I could look at. I don't think they're gonna win, but they have the best chance of being an upset. Are the Lions beating the Eagles? Yeah. That that is that yours? <laughs> that was mine. Yeah. Okay, that's your upset. I think, I think they're gonna beat them. All right. Lions beating the Eagles. Yeah. That's a sold-out game. These Eagles fans thinking it's because of them. <laughs> it's a sold-out game because Detroit Lions were on hard knocks, and they coach is so motivating. Like, yeah, God. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not, when I'm listening, like, I don't never watch hard knocks, Jerome. But, like, like, a couple of days ago, I started watching it. I'm looking at this. I'm like, dang, this dude motivated me through the on TV. All right? So, <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure he got these fans riled up for this season. Riled up for this season, right? You also got another who who we go hold on. Pages playing the Dolphins. A lot of people got the Dolphins a favorite. They have beaten the Pages the last two years in the first game of the season. So the Pages could potentially beat the Dolphins. That could be an upset. All right. 
us beating the Bengals upset. We like six point favorites, seven point like, like nah, cause y'all both. I, I would say nah because y'all both. Oh yeah, cause it, stuff like that. Yeah, cause they super. They y'all. A lot of people got y'all getting smoked the first game, so right, I got y'all losing though. So that's another upset. You right? You know, uh, the I was also looking at Texans and Colts, but I wasn't yeah, sure yeah. Colts was a uh, was an upset one. You know, cause Colts ain't make the playoffs, but the Colts are favorite to win that division, and the Texans right. nobody thinking about them. So I, and then I had them coming in there. Joe Flacco the against upset. the Ravens. Yeah, I'm about to say that's an upset right there. That can happen too. Joe Flacco gets raped. It's a jet sneaky. <laughs> you know, they got they some, got they got some, some uh, yeah, they do. They got some young pieces. So, and Joe Flacco, man, you give him a game, you know, for your life, yeah. Joe Flacco will perform. I'll give you that. Don't sleep, so, Yeah, I know. So, that, that could be a, a that, that's Jazz beating the commanders. <laughs> yeah, that's my upset if one happens. All right, so I like the respect you put on the commanders. <laughs> if it's a, if it's an upset, all right. But Joe Flacco against them, is, it could be an upset. And then you got the Seahawks against the Broncos, that could be a potential upset, which I don't think will happen because they playing in Seattle too. So, but they quarterback playing good enough for me. So I want I want to see that. With Pete Carroll, that's why I'm happy Russ got out of there. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah, but like, but Joe, y'all, hey, y'all, watch out for Joe Flacco against the Ravens. Yeah, watch out for that. Watch yeah, Joe Flacco, he, like, he know he's not a starter. This is his opportunity. You feel me? So, we'll see. All right, Javon, let's get some last words. Well, before we get the last words in, all right, y'all. So, look, first of all, I appreciate y'all for staying to the end. We appreciate that. So, like this video if you haven't. If you're on Facebook right now, we are at 290 subscribers. We are 10 away from 300. So if you know somebody, share this video with them. Have them come on. Have them subscribe. If you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. All right. If you're on watching on Facebook, make sure you like the like the page on Facebook. If you're on Twitter, repost this. And if you're on Facebook, repost this, retweet this. All right. So people, other people, see it. So last word, Javon. Yes, sir, man. Appreciate you having me. You know, we got a first game of the season tomorrow. We got fantasy football leagues. You know, let's get it. Still a nation. Stand up. We're in a new era right now. No more Big Ben. But we still here to win. Let's get it. Okay, okay. All right, y'all. So we have for y'all today. And we'll see y'all next episode. Thank you for staying to the end. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like this video, subscribe, and also hit that notification button so you can be notified next time we put out a video. If you're listening on any podcast platform, subscribe and hit that notification button, y'all, so you can be notified we put out another podcast audio. And last but not least, hit that share button. No matter what you're listening to or watching it, hit that share button and send it to somebody that you know that would love to watch this episode you just listened to. So once again, thank you for staying to the end, and we'll see y'all the next episode.